Hi everyone, uh, on today's episode I'm just gonna do a solo and especially because I'm gonna talk about someone who is very dear to me and to me it's an inspiration. I normally invite guests who uh, have a growth mindset but besides that they've achieved so many things according to what we define in our society as success. But on this episode, I'm going to talk about someone who kind of um, doesn't fit the, uh, the mold or the definition of what we have as success, because it's a person that's done things in a very different way. And I think this is a very specific topic and very interesting to talk about uh, the definition of success and what we define as a growth mindset. We define as a growth mindset those people who always strive in order to achieve things. But what is the definition of achievements? Because in many societies, uh, an achievement may be to you know get to spend as much time with your family. Uh, in some others, uh, maybe I don't know, get the highest degree uh, that you may ever get from an Ivy League school. And uh, I think the definition of success it's very different. I knew the story of this person that's so dear to me and especially because I think it kind of breaks with what we understand by success and achievement. Uh, this person has it's a self-built person, self-made in this case and uh, he's achieved uh, so much to me and I'm telling this because uh, for example if I were to compare myself to him uh, which is nothing to boast of, but I have like two masters, uh, continue striving to improve, kind of level up professionally and level up from a point of view that is considered uh, successful. I'm working in tech because it's something that uh, it's challenging for me and something that I've always wanted to do. But also at the same time, I cannot deny it, it's because it's, it's trendy and it's something that you have to be part of if you don't want to be uh, a dropout to say especially in the in the field where I'm uh, where I am and um, but I do think I have many many other aspects that I may not possess or I'm continuously working on which is the um, EQ the emotional intelligence and on the other hand this person which I know very well I think has a very uh, important or very a well-built um, emotional coefficient uh, because he's so uh, he's able to kind of deal with uh, stuff that we don't normally or at least myself it's very complicated to deal with uh, he's a social animal he's always connected to the people around him and in a very genuine way it's not the networking way we know and uh, the exchange of interest type of networking we normally hear of or we normally uh, see ourselves dragged into because we think it's the best uh, outcome for our professional or our personal life. I'm talking about a person whose connection or networking, um, which I wouldn't define it uh, for him in this case, is part of a natural, genuine connection which moves humans to be better, to help each other and become a community and uh, he does this uh, through his job and he does this just by helping people out and by uh, uh, letting a hand whenever uh, is he needed. 
And uh, this is something that I really wanted to do this episode because I think it's something that we kind of need to remind ourselves that why are we doing what are we doing? Are we doing it just because it's something that was kind of thrust upon ourselves to kind of be part of this um, vehicle that kind of moves us where, uh, I don't know, maybe governments want us to go um, or move towards to? Where are we doing it just because um, it's something we enjoy, it's something we really like and it's something that we... Um, I don't know, it's part of what defines us. So this is just a, a few tips for you kind of, uh, a few questions for you to kind of make yourself, not to kind of uh, think and drop everything out, but kind of redefine what you define as success. And uh, I think this is a very clear example of what success can look like. And it's not always the um, the normal one or the one we know as a standard one and in this case uh, this person uh, is a dropout and when I say dropout I don't I don't say the way of um, drop out of college uh, type of Mark Zuckerberg or type of uh, Bill Gates uh, type of uh, student it's a dropout he didn't even finish like elementary school at 14 years old uh, he dropped out because uh, in terms of what we define as uh, intelligence or uh, the standard intelligence that we have come uh, to define across the centuries in education, the one where you have to memorize stuff and where you have to kind of vomit everything on an exam, was not his thing and he was not able to do that. And uh, instead of that, he uh, went on for some vocational studies and um, years after he became a mechanic. And that's how he helps people. He helps people by checking their cars, repairing their cars, and sometimes, and most of the times, and uh, not charging everything in exchange. And um, years went by, uh, he worked for other people, but at the same time, he also, um, he also started his own business, which was a, a mechanic workshop. And um, unfortunately, uh, two years after, a fire destroyed his dream. And uh, he was, uh, at, at the moment, he hasn't been able to, to kind of uh, recollect money in order to drive and restart his business. But uh, that doesn't matter. Although the very, very painful uh, moment he lived, he's still striving and moving onwards. And uh, for this reason, uh, I wanted to explain you this case because at the moment he kind of picked himself up, although the very difficult acceptance of such um, a loss in, in his case, uh, because he really lived uh, his job. He was helping people all the time in a very small village here in Spain. And um, he just really enjoyed having his own thing, which was part of... Um, was built with its own um, savings, uh, very, very many years savings. And thanks to it, he was able to, to start his own business and be an entrepreneur and work for himself and decide what he would charge and uh, who to charge. Uh, and it always was on, uh, on taking um, work for free or helping people who probably uh, were struggling and even giving 
in free stuff away in order to kind of help people. And sometimes businesses have lost that, uh, which is very complicated, but we are missing out on uh, kind of seeing more humans type of corporations who kind of consider uh, the person who they are attaining to or help trying to help at the end of the day if you're an entrepreneur you're trying to help people and that's the reason that's going to bring you a fantastic revenue stream that has to be your starting point solving a problem and uh, and how do you solve that problem is very important and the approach to that problem and always have to bear in mind the people who are uh, beyond that um, that type of solution you 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 have tried to create. Uh, therefore, and going back to to um, what it means to be an entrepreneur, for me, uh, he is an entrepreneur. He is a growth mindset person. He is someone who, although the um, losses he's had, although the um, being considered dropped out or being considered a failure in uh, in front of the education system he has made it so far to be with only 26 years old to be an entrepreneur and have uh, people working for him and at the same time helping and having a positive impact on so many people's life and I when I say about positive impact it's not about just helping these people sometimes at a very low price and nothing so much of his own benefits but helping those people through spreading out happiness, spreading out genuinity and spreading out honesty. And uh, uh, there is something, another thing that I think it's super crucial if you're listening to this and uh, if you're thinking of starting a business, it's very important to be as transparent as possible with your customers and also with your uh, colleagues and co-workers and the people who are working for you. Because I think that's the that's the key to success and um, I just started this episode because he's recently started to work at the company where as always uh, we see uh, people are um, offered many things when they are being recruited um, as a manager of his own uh, workshop uh, in this case uh, he was recruited by a by an HR person to go and, and join uh, another big company who's, who's doing the same thing and uh, basically he's found himself with uh, an unfairness uh, of uh, I don't know of charging prices very different prices or probably something that in his opinion uh, were uh, too expensive it's another type of man's mindset the one he had while he was uh, running his own business was the one of just basically helping people and I think personally uh, he um, did it way too much that sometimes uh, he probably would uh, have losses just because of that uh, kindness he had and uh, where this company uh, recruited him by uh, providing or telling that everything he needed was there and everything but it didn't happen this way and something that's why I'm gonna add a voice uh, email um, where a message where he writes and speaks to his direct boss why it's so important to to kind of provide uh, solutions to the workers. This being said, in this voice message, he basically explains to his bosses something that I consider is very, very 
uh, important. Um, in this case, uh, just to put you a little bit of uh, uh, background, he um, he has been congratulated. He and his co-workers have been congratulating during this for achieving the objectives they were meant to achieve or kind of going beyond them. And they've received a very, very well written uh, from them above uh, congratulating them uh, personally through a formal letter which has been read to them by by the uh, manager of the of the workshop and kind of uh, trying to motivate or show a grasp of leadership over these uh, workers but uh, the reaction was the opposite because uh, in this case person whose name is Victor uh, went back and talk to his bosses. It's fantastic for you to give me this um, outstanding feedback, but what would be even more fantastic if uh, we were to receive free water at least and not be uh, spend so many hours without water. This definitely struck um, the management of the company because he directly spoke to them in very uh, um, normal or conventional way. He just basically sent them a voice message, which is not very conventional and not a very formal either. But as I say, he's not a conventional person. And I think that's what uh, we can highlight about him and that's uh, what makes him unique. But uh, he told his company, the fact, his, uh, the management of the company, the fact that not himself, but his colleagues are have to kind of buy water daily in order to uh, you know, not die of thirst or, or support the the uh, the heat here. And uh, whereas his colleagues were frightened uh, about uh, this behavior and telling him that he would be fired uh, if this uh, behavior would continue, he kind of happily uh, replied, that's something we should ask for. They shouldn't be like uh, telling us these very posh words that we're doing well and trying to prove some leadership Whereas on the other side, we, we don't even have water. And sometimes we are in our daily lives and we think we're having a bad day, but we sit by our co posh coffee machine. We are playing, uh, I don't know, FIFA uh, in the cool room that uh, the, company, the tech companies we're working for uh, provided us with. So this compared to uh, this other case, it's definitely a very uh, different one, but I think it goes down to, to the main problems that companies have. And um, that's kind of acting on what they say. And by acting, I'm saying just proving uh, those words and putting into action those words by showing or proving workers or colleagues or uh, anyone or even customers that what they are doing uh, what they are saying, it's definitely being done and implemented. So I think that's uh, honesty. It goes back to the uh, honesty or transparency I was saying before. It is fantastic to pretend or to kind of adopt uh, what we consider uh, as a leadership move uh, by uh, speaking in our speech, but what it's definitely the one that makes a difference is when we act on it and uh, I don't know we can give many cases for instance um, about those companies who are uh, probably I don't know have ping-pong tables uh, for their workers but 
probably their work if they don't have time to use it or they are frowned upon uh, whenever they are using them or all this type of initiatives where which leaders are trying to show uh, that they are kind of um, adapting to the new times we're living at the moment and where the balance, work-life balance should be kind of more, uh, definitely more balanced and there should be a le- equilibrium. But whenever they have to act on it, uh, their uh, acting is totally different. So that's basically what um, I wanted to, uh, to say. In, um, in order for us to kind of think of where we're standing and where there are people who kind of are not uh, doing or not having the luck of being where we are or of having the salaries we have or the economic conditions where we are. Um, but also think of a, a person whose salary is super low, is doing a manual uh, job and is working in supporting very high temperatures and uh, doesn't have absolutely any benefit uh, whereas is in is bringing very high benefits for the company and uh, seeing this person who definitely hasn't learned anything about leadership uh, in any ivy league school and in any um, i don't know very highly invested company but he's learned about uh, leadership through life, hard knocks uh, a type of school. And um, I think that's something, an example that we can look for and uh, see around us those people who are inspiring us by uh, these daily deeds who are doing. And uh, definitely the thing that I will remark the most, this person didn't do, it, didn't do it for himself, but did it in first place for his colleagues and in second place, did it to kind of show the management that you can do things in a different way. And the people below management uh, is seeing and it's listening and it's feeling uh, things. And uh, basically, that, um, that's one of the things um, that I wanted to highlight and especially to go back to uh, think uh, if what we're doing is aligned with our values, this person felt the need to uh, speak up and, um, and specify this, uh, the stuff that kind of hurt him and were painful for him or, uh, and not decided to look upon or fear uh, as his colleagues do. And I think that's very important. Sometimes we probably work for companies who are not aligned uh, with our values and sometimes it's very difficult to uh, find a company uh, whose uh, values or philosophy is aligned with ours. Uh, it doesn't mean it's, it's not impossible, or it doesn't mean that we are cheating ourselves, but it's important to kind of make some steps to change that, that as his person uh, did. And um, we also see that uh, when leadership is sugar-coated, and there isn't any substantial change that embodies the true nature of leadership, Leadership, as I see it, it is genuine and it's not meant to favor any side. It is something that is transparent, it is something that in the air that impacts everyone at the same level. Leadership happens because that's what feels right and does not know about economic benefit. Leadership is about personal development in companies. Leadership is the love that our parents have for us without asking for anything in exchange. 
Praising your workers, Tenima is saying that they've done great is nothing if you don't show it that we really are. Having a ping pong table, as I mentioned before, and overworking your team is not leadership. Stating that your company is not gender biased is not leadership if your executive board are, is not gender balanced. And that's my lesson, and that's what I've learned from someone who doesn't have an MBA, but works countless hours in order to make its workplace, his workplace, more human friendly. Because that's what leadership is about. Thank you, Victor. If you stay until the end, um, I think you deserve to know that this person is my brother. And uh, although we are very different, according to what society says, we are very similar. And uh, I'm so happy to call him my brother and see the work he's doing and the enthusiasm with which he faces life. So, If you want to leave a message and um, kind of um, get back to me with your feedback in terms of what you consider leadership, uh, just bear in mind this is my personal opinion and it's based on my experience so far but I would love to hear your t thoughts and I would be happy to kind of share the messages you can send me through anchor.com so thank you so much for listening again and I'm looking forward to hearing your inspiring stories thank you